Hello and welcome back to Invader Sports. This is our first Champions League edition. Adam is out today, but in place of Adam, I got my father-in-law, Adam, Ace, whatever. What do you want to go by, Ace? Adam, Ace is only for Nova people. Got it, got it, uh, Adam. Okay, so it's it's myself, Adam, and Luke. And you, you know us, if you, if you guys have listened to the first couple episodes, I'm a Liverpool guy, Luke's a Manchester United guy. Mm-hmm. Adam is a Juventus guy. So before we get into our Champions League, uh, you know, basically our first episode on Champions League, how about you just tell everyone how long you've been following the sport, how you got into soccer and all that? Sure. Um, going all the way back to like 1962, I was six years old and living in, um, in Rome. At the time, we did not have a TV at the house. And my dad took me to watch a game at a bar and Juventus was playing and they had this little guy that was very short and his name was Omar Slavery and he pointed to the, to the TV and he told me hey look at that player he's, he's as short as you are and he's very very good so I asked him well what team does he play for and my dad said Juventus and I told him let's say I'm going to root from the team for the team from now on so that's how I became a Juventus fan and I've always had um, a passion for number 10s and I like followed number 10s all the time uh, one of my favorite player growing up beside Omar Savory was George Best because he was like mm. the Beatles playing soccer. He had the long hair. He looked like he could have been a member of the Beatles. So I, I fell in love with uh, George Best and followed him. Big smile from Luke know, there. You made Luke really happy there. Uh, <laughs> I also I learned a quick, um, a quick lesson because um, I was six years old and it was 1962, but only three years later, in 1965, Omar Savory was straight to Napoli. And it broke my heart, but I learned my lesson that players come and go and you stay with the team. So even mm-hmm. though it broke my heart that, that, he, that Omar Siri moved on, I stayed with Juventus and, and loved them. And um, ever since then, Juventus has been uh, a, a great, great passion. I, uh, one time, a few years back, I, I saw Juventus play three times in eight days and I went about 800 miles. Wow. Uh, I went up to Boston and twice to New York to see them play three times. You know, they played Barcelona, AC Milan for the Italian Super Cup and Menu for a friendly. So, you know, it's it's a passion. And I've seen Juventus every time they've been in the East Coast of the United States that I could drive. I've, I've gone to watch them play. Yeah. And as far as the rest of soccer, after we moved from Rome, we went we went to live in Pescara, which is a beautiful city on the Italian East Coast. And I was 10, 11 year old, and I played with Pescara, which now they are in Serie C, the third division of the of the Italian league. And I played for the youth program. And then um, we moved to the United States, and I played uh, for for my high school team, and I played uh, at the university level with uh, with Villanova. Uh, was always a decent player. Uh, played first on the wing, and then I moved to midfield. I could run quite a bit. Uh, obviously, this was a different century and a long time ago, but uh, I don't play anymore. I played until I was 50, and now I just watch games. Right? And I love the United States because uh, if a game is played somewhere in the world, you can watch it on TV in the United States. You just have to be willing to find it and uh, maybe pay some money for some prescription subscription. But uh, uh, all the games are pretty much on TV in the United States. Yeah. And uh, Luke, you play FIFA? Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you know about FUT and the FUT cards and everything? Mm-hmm. 
So I had a foot card made for him and it's <laughs> it's from when he used to play. It yeah. looks like it literally looks like a legend card. I'll send you a picture <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll tweet it out for the people that want to see it. Just go to Cena Bader's Twitter. It's so cool. Isn't it awesome? Yeah, that was a picture from uh, when I played for Villanova, like in 1976 or 77. That was a That's long great, time ago. Great picture. He, he was upset. Uh, every, everything's pretty good. I made his passing and his speed really good because he told me his play style. But mm-hmm. I made fit. I made physical 69 per my brother-in-law. He, he, <laughs> he thought that'd be funny. And he was like, what? I'm not I'm not strong enough. And I was like, no, it's a joke. Physical 69. It's a joke. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's that great. Kinda, that kind of went over my head. I should have told him that. I should have I should have been <laughs> thinking Billy at a dirty mind, but it went over my head. But yeah, it's great. Always someone to watch uh, soccer with. You know, he's he watches the Liverpool games with me. I got to do a better job watching more Juventus with him. But uh, but yeah, just to give you guys a background and we'll try to get him on more for Champions League uh, stuff like this. But obviously the draw was today. So the qual- qualifiers are done. The groups are set. So Luke, uh, he's going to read off all the groups yeah. and then. The three of us together are going to pick which two go through, which team goes to the UEFA League, and we're all going to pick a different winner and a different highest goal scorer. We have to all pick different for those two, but we're going to have to agree on the two teams that go through. So, Luke, how about you round it off uh, starting with Group A? Yeah, I'll kick it off. I'm going to say now there's a few names here I might butcher, but I'm going to give it my best shot. Um, So... Uh, starting with Group A, we've got Manchester City, uh, Paris Saint-Germain, uh, RB Leipzig, and Club Bruges. Not the easiest group. Um, I've, but, I've heard that's the group of death. That's what our people are saying. But yeah, it might I, be Group B. This is what I'm thinking. I think Group B is definitely going to give Group A a run for its money. Um, so we've got um, Atletico Madrid, uh, Liverpool, uh, uh, Porto, AC Milan, and... Honestly, that could kind of go either way. I know we're going to discuss them after, but I think that that potentially is the group of death, in my opinion. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of big names in their group. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Liverpool, I think are pretty, probably the safest bet out of those. But as of the other one, I think any of those on their day could go through. Yeah. Um, but then moving on to Group C, we've got uh, Sporting, Richard Dortmund, uh, Ajax, and Pasiktas, another interesting group. Um, any anything there, or should I just carry on to Group D? Yeah, I just keep going. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. So we've got. Um, I'm just going to say Milano, uh, Real Madrid. Internazionale. That's the one. That's you the could one. just you could just say Inter. There's no need to say Internazionale. Oh my gosh! Yeah, sorry, it is an in- Inter. Um, sorry, yeah. So we have Inter. Uh, Real Madrid, uh, Shakhtar Donetsk, and FC Sheriff. And then Group E, we've got uh, sorry, Bayern Munich, uh, Barcelona, Benfica, and uh, FC Dynamo. Then Group G, we've got uh, Lille, Sevilla, uh, FC Salzburg, uh, and Wolfsburg. Uh, then moving on to Group F, we've got... Uh, at Villarreal, Manchester United, Atalanta, and Young Boys. And then the final group, we've got Chelsea, Juventus, um, Zenit, and Malmuth, I believe. I believe that's how you say it, Malmuth. Malmo. Malmo. That's one. All right. So 
there's some tough groups in here for sure. Uh, how do you guys want to start this? Should we just go A through yeah. H or mm-hmm. yeah? Yeah, that'll be easier to track. A. Otherwise, we'll get yeah. confused. All right. So, how, Adam, how about you kick it off? Who you got making it through Group A? I think uh, it's it, the obvious ones are uh, Paris Saint-Germain and uh, Man City. I'm not sure which one will pull through as the winner, but those two will definitely go through. And I will give a slight edge to Man City because I think Paris Saint-Germain may need two or three balls to play because they have too many superstars. And then after that, I would think the Lips Lipsig. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. But the German team, I think they'll go to UEFA, and the last team, Bruges, will go home. How about you guys? What do you think? Uh, yeah. Luke, go ahead. I'd I'd have to agree with that. I think it's a really interesting interesting point about PSG. I think the dynamics going to be very interesting. To see how it plays out. I don't know if it's going to be kind of too many stars up front and then if we could see that become an issue um I'm, I'm not too sure i think other than that yeah i think psg and man city will go through and i'd expect leipzig to be in europa league unless something goes horribly wrong um i i could call it either way though i'm not sure who's gonna who's gonna come top of that group well guess what boys we have no disagreements for group a that's exactly what i say man city PSG go through, and I see Lipsy going to the Europa League, and uh, Club Bruges is going to have to go home. So that was an easy one. Uh, group B, Adam, how about you go first with this one? Okay, so I think Atletico Madrid is solid. They're very, very good, and I believe Liverpool is also very, very good. So the two of them will go through. And uh, it could be close, but I think in the end, Porto is going to edge Milan and, and Porto will go to the UEFA League and Milan will go home. The thing about Milan is that they haven't been in the, in the Champions League in a long time. They've been out of it for a while. I think they're a little bit too old up front. They got Giroud and, um, and Ibrahimovic. They're nice players. They're even great players. But, you know, the two combined have more than 80 years on, you know, they're more than 80 years mm. old. So I don't... I don't know if they can even be healthy when uh, when the time comes. So my pick would be very, very close between Liverpool and Atletico Madrid on who's going to finish first. But that's your 1-2, one, 2-1, two, two, one, any way you pick it. And then Porto, number three, and uh, Milan goes home. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll go second this time because I did have a little bit of a different here. Uh, I got Liverpool winning the group. You can call me a homer if you want. Well, that's uh, fine. They, they could do it. I mean, it's not out of the, the realm of possibility. Yeah. I mean, we did have trouble with Atletico, the way they play defense against us. So hopefully we can figure that out because they just park the bus and it's very annoying. But uh, so I have Liverpool, then Atletico, and I actually had AC Milan going to the Europa League. So this is going to hinge on Luke. What do you say, sir? Uh, I agree. I think Liverpool will finish top of the group. Um, definitely Atletico going through. I think they had a really good campaign last year and so far they look to be continuing with that. Um, but I agree with Adam. I think that the real stumbling block for Milan is going to be the age up front. And I, I don't know if it's going to, if they're going to be able to keep up with the tempo of, of the Champions League this year, if it's just going to be a little bit too much of a, a fast paced game, um, unless somewhere else they're able to deal with that. So I'm going to put Porto into uh, into the Europa. 
Okay. Well, that, that decides it for us. So Porto makes it through and I, I'm writing all these down. So yeah, I'll so have the, okay. So I'll, we will have the final list at the end. Yep. Uh, okay. Group C I'll kick this one off. Uh, Bruce Dortmund. I think they're going to go very far this year. I got a weird mm-hmm. feeling. So I think they win the group. Uh, I think that is it Ajax or Ajax? How do Ajax. you say it? Okay. I'm not sure in English. In Italian, it would be Ajax, but I don't know if it's English or Ajax. Yeah, um, we, we call them Ajax over here. In, in, the, uh, in England, it's Ajax. In England, yeah, it's Ajax. Yeah. All right, so I, ha- I have Ajax also going through and sport, uh, Sporting uh, Porto. Uh, what is that? Sporting Portugal? How do yep. you say their name? It, we, we sporting Portugal. Sporting. Yeah, that's where Bruno Fernandes was, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, his stats on that team. And that's were like where Cristiano game. Ronaldo started yeah, with. Yeah. He he would get like 50 points a season when he played with them. Um, and that's when I liked him until he went to Man U. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I have Sporting going to the Europa League. Who wants to go next? Um, I think I'd agree. I think Dortmund will will win the group. Um, I think Ajax is, is a clear second for me. I think third spot's third spot's a little difficult and i'm i'm going for the sake of entertainment going to disagree and i think basiktas uh, will just just grab third and go to europa league okay okay i'm gonna have to agree with uh uh with dan i believe that borussia is the the best team in the group uh, and i also believe the ix is going to pull the upset and uh, and make it through but I also believe the Sporting is going to hang in there and go to the Wafer League and Pesitas is going to go home. I don't think the Turkey, the Turkish team is, um, is, is quite good enough to make it to the Wafer League. So, okay, so that sends Borussia Dortmund, Ajax, and Sporting goes to Europa League. I can't believe we haven't disagreed on the ones that make it through yet. That's, that's where I thought we'd differ, but I guess these first mm. couple were... We're kind of easier. All right. Who, who's up first this time? I think it's Adam, right? Sure. Yeah, you're up first. Group uh, D. Okay, Group D. To me, this is an easy one. Real Madrid goes first. And then there's going to be a pretty good battle for second place between Shakhtar and Inter. But in the end, Inter will pull through because they have uh, a new coach. And uh, Conte, uh, whenever he coach, whatever, whatever he's gone, he always uh, – Put he always put everything he had on the league championship, not the Champions League. And I think that the new guy in Zagi is a little bit wiser and a little bit, um, he'll be a little bit like on the team side and he'll, he'll end on the Champions League a little bit better than the way Conte used them. So I think that in the end, uh, Real Madrid will be one, Inter two, Shakhtar three, and Sheriff was brand new. Uh, for, from Moldavia, first time they ever made it to the group stages. There, that's their championship already. They're already happy just to be there. So they'll they'll take their lumps and go home. Uh, and yeah, they're gonna get. They're gonna get smoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they yeah. could. Yeah. They, they yeah. very well could. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree with what he said. Uh, Real Madrid, Inter, Shakhtar to Europa League. What about you, Luke? Yeah, I I agree. Generally, I think it's going to be quite interesting. Though. Inter have got off to a pretty good start in the Serie A, I believe. Um, so I think I think that'll be interesting. And I think it also depends on, on Madrid this season. I think Hazard has to turn up this year, which is a oh, big yeah. factor. Mm-hmm. 
they might get Mbappe. That's that's still yet to be seen. Mbappe wants to leave. Madrid want him. PSG don't want to negotiate. So we'll have to see what happens there. But generally, I think I think Madrid should come top, and I'd expect them to come top. Inter in second, and yeah, I think Shakhtar will, yeah, will grab third quite comfortably. And the one thing to remember about Real Madrid too is that Angelotti was, uh, yeah, exactly. He's he's very good in Champions League. He he knows what to do. Yeah. So they'll they'll be there. They've Listen, got a team I, full of winners. I, I like Mbappe a lot. I, I don't know why he'd want to leave right now. This is the best chance they have to win the Champions League. I agree. Like leave, well, but leave he, next year. Keep in mind, he'd be okay staying. He just mm-hmm. does not want to renew. And the problem with uh, PSG that they're putting a lot of pressure on him to, to extend and he does not want to extend. He'd be fine with playing one year and then move on. But at this point, I think that he's going to end up being traded because PSG has realized that he's not going to extend. So they might as well get something for him. And they're playing hard to get. So, I mean, they asked uh, Real Madrid for 200 million. Hmm. And Real Madrid may, I think they'd be crazy to do it because they all they have to do is wait 12 months and get him for free. Yeah. But they, you know, it's it's negotiations. They they may end up getting him this year. We'll That'd see. Crazy. Obviously, PSG I, does not need the money. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a win-win for Madrid, to be honest with you. I think if they don't get him this year, they're going to get him next year. So, yeah, I mean, Mbappe doesn't want anybody else. He's made exactly. it clear. It's Madrid or nothing. So. Yeah. But uh, since we just spoke about Inter, uh, how about you talk about that, Adam, with your your father was an Inter fan, right? Yeah, my dad, God give him a lot of credit. My, we lived in Rome and he liked Lazio, which was the second team. Rome is two teams, Lazio and Rome. And he liked Lazio. But he, I think he liked Lazio because being in Rome, he had to root for like a, a Roman team. So he, he, he liked Lazio, but he always liked Inter. And at the time in the 60s, Inter was was pretty good. They had a really good coach. Uh, his name was Aleli Herrera. And they had uh, the Moratti who was, who was the owner. And, and, they, and in those days, they were very good. But you have to give credit to my dad because, you know, he told me about Sivari and he didn't put pressure on me to try to root for Inter. He let me pick the team and... And and he always enjoyed Juventus too. And he was kind of like me. He liked he liked the number tens. I mean, he loved even though he was an Inter and Lazio fan. He loved Rivera, who was the number ten for for AC Milan, and he was one of the best ten ever in Italy. And obviously, he went on to love like the Roberto Baggio and yeah. you know Del Piero. And you know, by the way, Del Piero is my all time Juventus favorite fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, yeah. he, he starts and ends with Del Piero. I even like him more than than Savory. They started the whole thing for me. And Buffon, yeah, you're a big Buffon guy, right? Oh yeah, Gigi's. I believe is the best goalie ever, no matter what nation. I mean, not just not just Italian. Uh, worldwide, I think he's the best ever. He's definitely up there. Um, so how how was watching games with your father when it was Juventus versus Inter? It was fine because we would we would tease each other a little bit, but he. If Juventus won, he didn't get upset. He, he he was happy for me. So he he knew the kind of passion that I had for Juventus. I was a lot more passionate about Juventus than he ever was for Inter. So he okay. was more of a you know I like watching the game and I like and I like to see a good game. I'm I'm like I don't care how Juventus win. They can win one nothing on an own goal in the last second, but I'll take it. You know, to me Juventus had to win. He was more of a uh, soccer fan, he, he liked to watch a good game and, and enjoy the game. So he always kind of left me alone. And, he, and if Juventus won, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't be upset. He he was glad for me. Okay. But we had some great discussions because we would argue. 
You know, it was I'm it sure. was fun to argue <laughs> with him about about possible trades and who, who had the better player, who had the better defense. Yeah, you know, things that you discuss when um, when you play soccer. So it was it was a, we we had that in common. We had the soccer in common, and we had lots of discussions about that. That's awesome. All right, moving on to Group E. Luke, kick, kick it off, sir. Oof, I think I think Bayern are going to come top. Um, you know, I, Barcelona have had a bit of trouble. Still think they'll they'll scrape through. Um, and then for my Europa League spot, I'm going to say ben, I, I think Benfica should get it. To be honest, okay. um, and then Dynamo will will drop out. All right, this will be our first. Maybe there could be some drama here. I'm going to say Barcelona goes to the Europa League. I got a feeling that it's just not their year. Um, I don't think it's possible. I'm willing to to give up on that. We'll see what Adam says. But my picks are going to be Bayern and Benfica go through, and then Barcelona goes to the Europa League. So it's up to you, Adam. Yeah, I thought about this a lot. Um, the two things are very easy. Dynamo Kiev goes home because that's just not good enough. And Bayern is way too good, so they'll, they'll go through. And they'll right. go through as number one. I've been debating all day, ever since I saw the draw between Barcelona and Benfica. My problem is that Benfica barely made it in. They were, they were kind of lucky to qualify for the group stages. So that gives me a little doubt about them. I have no faith in Barcelona. I think that uh, Komen <laughs> is a, is a, a hard-ass coach. And uh, he's turning a lot of people off. Like he won't play people. Like he he never played Pianchi here at all. Never gave him, gave him a chance. The team paid a lot of money for him and he never gave him a chance. And he does that a lot with a lot of players. So I'm not sure that the team can stay together. And and they are also old. You know, the, Messi moved on. But if you look at what they have, they have some old players on, on the team. So I would really like to say that Benfica has a chance to be upset. I'm not quite sure that they're good enough, but I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you then, and I'll I'll pull the upset and put Benfica through in Barcelona. To wow! The league. All right, uh, Luke, are you, are you shocked? Not really. I mean, I, I mean they're in crisis. They're in a lot of trouble, and I think I'm purely putting them through based on the fact that it's Barcelona potentially, and yeah. it's almost crazy to even consider. Barcelona to be near the Europa League um, but it's definitely possible I mean I think the whole team are definitely feeling the loss of Messi um, oh yeah the, and Aguero the, the bet- doesn't particularly want to be there so yeah I mean he wanted to play with Messi they're like best friends and now exactly. that Messi left he's like what the hell am I doing here well, well, I think there was something about he was talking to his agent or his lawyers about ways to get out of Barcelona he was, I don't he know was trying to get out but then yeah. he got hurt and I believe he had he stayed healthy, he would have pushed for um, he would have pushed for a release and or or, or another trade, but he got hurt and he's gonna be out a little while. So mm. right now nobody's gonna to touch him anyway because he's yeah, hurt. Where does where does so, a guy like that even go? An aging striker, you know? I mean, he'll probably he'll probably end up in uh, Miami eventually. Yeah. But uh, okay. So we have our first big upset: Barcelona not qualifying. But, you know, Benfica um, could, I mean, uh, Barcelona could go on and win Wafer League and it would be a nice consolation. If they true. go to Wafer League, they instantly become the favorite to win it. My, I don't my, know. If you're my, a Barcelona, sorry, sorry go on. I just want to say real quick, my favorite thing about Ronald Koeman, if you have him on your foot team in Ultimate Team, the dude has a rocket. He scores from <laughs> he scores from anywhere. 
His PKs are good. His free kicks yeah, are good. Yeah, but I, I scored like 30 goals with, with him outside the box. There's no <laughs> question he was a better player than coach. Yeah, and, I, he, I, and he was one of those. I might biased a little bit. I loved him as a player. Never liked him as a coach. Never. He was one of the first players that uh, – defensive players that would score a lot of goals, Yeah, you know? And then he was, got, he was definitely a modern player. He was one of the first yeah. defensive players to, to be able to attack and defend. Because right. a lot you of times, it, a, a defensive player that attacks, they, they become good at attacking, but they don't defend well. Coleman mm-hmm. was a rock on defense, but he could he could play very well on offense. In so today's... I loved him as a player, but as yeah. a coach, just something about him never, never quite worked right for me as a coach. In today's day and age, I could see him playing the Fabinho role like the deep center mid that can carry the ball yeah, up and sure. shoot. But yeah, he's not working out as a coach. I mean, he didn't qualify for the World Cup with the Netherlands, who are so talented. And then he ends up in Barcelona yeah, and that was it's a, not getting any better. It was better. a very poor job. That, that team was loaded and they should have done better than they did. Oh, yeah. they. I mean, it's that seems to be a common theme with him as a coach. I think he might have to stop coaching or go to a lower level team like – I don't know, like a Southampton or some, something like that. Or Not probably, Barcelona. You, know? you would probably end up in the MSL like everybody else. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could see that. I, I, I like the union coach, though. What's his name? Jim Curtin? Jim Curtin out of Villanova. He's a good coach. like that guy. Yeah, he, lo- found, he, found, he found Brendan Aronson. Luke, look up Brendan Aronson's highlights, dude. This kid is a stud. It was the highest transfer of all time in the MLS at the time. Uh, Salzburg got him for $5 million. And watch yeah. how much watch how much they're gonna sell him for. The kid is a stud. I'm calling it now. He's gonna be better than Pulisic. I, I really think so. Yeah, I love Jim Carton and I love Aronson. And how many times did you see Aronson play? A lot, right? Well, yeah, I I go to a lot of Philadelphia Union games, and uh, he was always impressive. You told me from, about from him the, yeah, when he was the like very 17. First time I saw him, he was like, yeah, he was he, the quality was there. He was like, look out for this kid, look out for this kid. And then Luke, he goes out and scores in both <laughs> qualifying games. That's that's huge to yeah. go from the MLS to performing on a stage like that in Europe I already. Next summer, it'll be the name in uh, the market. That's that's going to be a name that everybody's going to want to go after. That'll be interesting. So is he is he an attacking midfielder? Uh, I think I think they're playing him. Yeah, yeah, they're playing him at the camp. Yeah, so like he's like Timberwolf. Yeah, he's like the Coutinho role, something like okay. that. But I think he's a midfielder, a little bit of more of an attacking midfielder, but he's a midfielder. I think yeah. he could he could be a winger because of his passing, but his passing is beautiful, man. Yeah, he, you, he you want to take advantage of his passing, you do want him in midfield. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just very big on him. I think he'll be. A he star. used to get a lot of assists, and then he starts scoring oh, yeah. goals too. Yeah, now he does it all. Um, yeah, so look up his highlights, Luke, and everyone else out there. The next big American star, Brendan Aronson, and he's got a brother who plays for the Philadelphia Union now. Yeah, he's, he's, on, he's, he's only seventeen. He's a yeah. seventeen-year-old. He's on the squad. He gets few minutes in in each game as a reserve. Doesn't play a whole lot, but he does get in. Yeah. Um, all right, going on to Group F after that. Barcelona not qualifying. Sorry, Bar- Barcelona fans. I believe I'm up this time mm-hmm. to go first. All right. So Group F, we got Villarreal, Man U, Atalanta, and Young Boys. To me, this is pretty easy. I'm going to say Man U wins the group. Atalanta comes in second, and Villarreal goes to the UEFA League. So, Adam, what do you got? 
I, I agree with that because I think Atalanta is enough to to get through. Menu will clearly be the uh, the win because they're the best team in the group. Villarreal will go to the UEFA League and they'll probably win it because they have won it like the last few years. They were they, winning yeah. every other year or so. So they're you know they're really yeah. experienced in the UEFA League and that's probably where they belong. And um, young boys uh, from Switzerland <laughs> they'll go back to the Alps. It's like them and Sevilla. They always win the the UEFA yeah, League. Villarreal, Villarreal or Sevilla. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Luke, what do you got? Exactly the same. I think United should win. We'll see if that happens. Um, <laughs> but they should win. And yeah, I agree. I think at Atlanta, I, I, I'd put them second. And like we were just saying, Villarreal love the love the Europa League. So I'd expect them to drop into that and go far in the uh, in the Europa League. I agree. Um, okay, so that one was kind of easy as well. Group G. Uh, I think it's you, Luke. You want to kick yeah, this I'll off? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I think Chelsea are going to win it. Um, I kind of talked about. I I generally think in Europe. And, Wait, and, I think Chelsea's uh, an H. Yeah. Group oh, G sorry. is is Lily. Excuse me, I was getting ahead of myself. Um, yeah. Okay, I think Sevilla Sevilla are probably going to win the group. Um, and I'm actually going to say Lil in second. Although actually. Looking at it again, I think it could be the other way around. I think Lille did really well last year. Um, and I don't think they're doing too bad so far this season, um, if I'm correct. So I think I think I'm going to put Lille at the top of the group, Severe in second, and I'm going to say Wolfsburg to, to go through to Europa. This one's going to be a difficult one. Uh, I'll go second here because Brendan Aronson, who we were just talking about, he plays for Salzburg. So I am going to root for him. Uh, I am going to say Lil win the group, Salzburg come in second, and then Sevilla go to the Europa League. So we're not even close here yet. Let's see what Adam has to say. Well, we're all over the place because mine's going to be totally different also. The, the problem with this uh, group is that it's very well balanced. There's not mm-hmm. an outstanding team and there's yeah. really not a bad team. So it's not, it's very difficult to pick because the other groups have obviously staying at the top and bottom. Um, I'm going to go a little bit with my head and a little bit with my heart. I'm going to pick Seville to win because I think they're a little bit better than Lille. Lille is the first time they've been in the Champions League for a long time, if not ever. I, I forget if they ever played in the Champions League before. I think Lil will manage to to go through. Um, I want to root for Salzburg because of Anson, but I think the Wolfsburg is a little bit better. Oh, and even no. though my heart says Salzburg, I may have to go with Wolfsburg and Salzburg to go home. It's 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 very tough. I mean, those four, all four teams are pretty pretty equal. All right, so both of so you what guys are have, we? Well, both of you guys had Salzburg going home, right? Yeah. So so they're out and I'm shedding a tear for those at home. <laughs> I really want to see it. I think Aronson's going to score some goals, though. There's what, six games. I, I say he'll score four goals. Watch. That's four a lot goals. for a midfielder. Yeah. I think he, he had two in the in the last two. So, I will go along with you with two or three. Four is a lot of goals for a midfielder. But he had two in the in the qualifiers. He had one in both games. Yeah, but group stage is a whole different ball game. That's true. That's true. But I'll say he'll when have four you, goals. In the qualifiers, the not argument. that many people are watching. When you get to the group stage, the big lights go home. This is true, yeah. And everybody's watching. Okay, so Salzburg went home. I believe both of you picked Sevilla to, to go through, yeah? Yeah. So, so I, I picked Sevilla 
is number one, actually. So they're locked in. Uh, and where'd you have Lil? Did you have Lil going, going through? A number two, yeah. All right, then he had Lil going through too. So that's it. Sevilla and Lil go through. And Wolfsburg is going to be your Europa League team yep. for this group. I am shedding a tear. I could have sworn you'd back me with Brendan Aronson. I, I we want just to. And my heart, my heart says Salzburg, but my head says Wolfsburg is a little bit better. This is and what remember, you want. Salzburg plays in the Austrian league, and yeah, Wolfsburg is from the Bundesliga, which is much better than the Austrian league. You yeah. want him to do really good and then get sold to Juventus. You want him on Juventus. That's yes. what you want. <laughs> yes, he's a yes. stud, man. I, I would love to see that. <laughs> All right, the final group. I think this one's actually the easiest one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. The Juventus fan here. How about you? Kick it off. I think I think Chelsea is going to win it because they're low, they're defending champions and right now Juventus is in disarray. They got a brand new coach that they only fired two years ago and they brought him back and gave him a four year contract so they're committed to him. Ronaldo, there's like three or four days left in the market in the transfer market and looks like he may be moving on. So I don't think Juventus is enough to overpower Chelsea, but they'll be a one two punch. The other two teams. I don't know. It's 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 almost like a toss-up. You have to go with Zenit to the UEFA and Malmo home. But I wouldn't be a shocker if if it's the other way around. If Malmo goes to the UEFA and uh, and Zenit goes home. So anyway, for the sake of of uh, simplifying things, I'll just say Chelsea, Juventus, Zenit, and Malmo. Okay. Uh, I agree. I have Chelsea one, Juventus two. Zenit three and Malmo going home. So that's what I have. What do you got, Luke? Exactly the same. I think, right. like you said, I think it's the easiest group. Yeah, it is. It's because oh. the two teams, the top two teams are much better than the other two teams. So, yeah. I mean, if, right. there's, if there's an upset, it will be a really huge upset in, in, in that group. If, if none, if one of the other two teams qualify rather than Juventus or Chelsea. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so I'm going to go through this. And for fans at home, we're going to do this after like, after the group stage. Then we'll do it again because then we'll know who's playing who. So then we'll do more predictions on who's going to go through to the next round and so on and so forth until we get to the end. And uh, do you guys agree the Champions League is the best tournament? It's so much fun. Yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. – for my – for my mind, uh, the the Champions League is the ultimate. It's even, I think it's even better than the than the World Cup. For one thing, it happens every year, so it's something you can follow every year. The World Cup, it's exciting, but it happens every four years, and it's national teams, so it's a little bit of a different animal. I think the, uh, for my money, definitely the 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 way for Champions League, it's it's the best competition in the world. Yeah, Luke. Uh, people from America, if they're like. Wait, Liverpool's playing on a Tuesday or a Wednesday? I thought they played this weekend. Why are they playing a team from France? I always my my answer is always this. I'm like, the English Premier League is one thing. The Champions League is the Super Bowl. That's how I that's how I play it out. It's the biggest trophy you could win as a club. Now you can win the Club World Cup, but basically you got to win the Champions League to win that. Mm-hmm. And Winning the Champions League is obviously much harder because you're playing the best teams in the world. Well, the best teams in Europe, but that they are the best teams in the world. So, yeah. uh, okay. So first off, here is the Europa League teams that we predict, and I wonder how much we get right. We're gonna, uh, I'll, I'll have this in a spreadsheet, and we'll keep track. So we yeah, have. We'll have to do a review. Yeah. 
So we got RB Lipsig, FC Porto, Sporting, Shakhtar, Barcelona, Villarreal, Wolfsburg, and Zenit. That, that is our Europa League teams. And here are the group winners in second place. Uh, I'll just say the winner and then the second place team. Uh, so did we say Man City over PSG? Yes, we did. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, so Man City as the winner of Group A. PSG comes in second. Liverpool as the winner of Group B. Atletico Madrid comes in second. Borussia Dortmund, winner of Group C. AX comes in second. Real Madrid wins Group D. Inter comes in second. Bayern Munich wins Group E. Benfica comes in second. Bye-bye Barcelona. Man, <laughs> Un- Manchester United, winner of Group F. Atalanta comes in second. Sevilla, winner of Group G. Lily comes in second. And Chelsea is the winner of Group H. Juventus comes in second. I wonder how many we're going to get right. I really do. I think, I think we did pretty good. Now, obviously, not picking Barcelona is a huge chance. But mm-hmm. if, there's, if there's a year that they get knocked out right away, it's going to be this year. They're in such disarray. The fans are pissed off. The, the, they want the owner to be gone. No one likes how Komen's coaching the team. And who's going to score their goals? Like Memphis Depay can only do so much. He's 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 doing well so far, but I think like you're saying, as soon as the games start rolling, it's going to be a hell of a lot to rely on on him to score, you know, during the week and at weekends, and and not really have a backup option. Um, yeah, I know they've got they've got tons of wingers. They've got um, well, you know, they've got in ton, tons of wingers in terms of on the left. They've got uh, Fatty and they've got Dembele. Mm. Um, that's all great, Fat, but Fatty's yeah, young but it, too, right? But it, Isn't but it looks he under like every 20? time there's a there's a trade, they offer Dembele to everybody. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't think they're super happy with him. I just think it hasn't worked out at Barcelona. Um, How old is Ansu Fatty? He's like he's like nineteen, I think. Yeah, he's still quite young. He's super young. Yeah. Okay. He um, looks a little fragile to me. Yeah, I think he'll get bullied when it comes into yeah. you know Europa League or, or Champions League. I think he'd struggle a little bit against maybe more physical sides. Like if they, well, I think Bayern Munich will kind of have have him in their in their, uh, their pocket. Yeah. All right. Do you guys want to pick the winner or the leading goal scorer first? Should we do goal scorer Let's first? Let's score first. Yeah. Yeah. Save the okay. winner for last. And when we do the the winner, I'll read. Uh, the odds per Vegas for the top 10 teams. Um, because if it's someone other than the top 10 teams, I'll be very surprised. Okay, goal scorer. Does anyone want to go first? Because I have someone in mind. Go ahead, you go first. This player has played in 10 Champions League matches so far in his career, and he has 12 goals. I'm going with Erling Holland to be the top goal scorer in the Champions League this year. I think Dortmund goes pretty far. I think they'll make the final four. Uh, that's just my prediction. And yeah, I think they have a relatively easy group. I mean, Sporting, Ajax, Besiktas, right there. He, he could score eight goals in the, in the group stage. He's that good. I mean, he's the type of player that can score when he wants to. He's so dominant. He's so fast. He's the next, he's the next Ronaldo or the next... Lewandowski, whatever you want to say, he's the next big time goal scorer in European football. And I love watching mm-hmm. him play. And I'm curious to where he's going to go after Dortmund because, you know, Dortmund's just a stepping stone. I'm really curious where he's going to go. The, the, the unofficial rumor is that he prefers EPL. I think he'll really? end up at United. So better United, United than City. 
either United or City. I can't but, take him at City. I you can't. know who has the money? You know, there are only two clubs in the world that have all the money in the world, and it's City and PSG. I, I just keep I keep going back to when Pep said we don't have any money to get anyone, and then two days later they spend a hundred million on Grealish. It's like is, come is on, is he even worth that much? I mean, he's a nice player, but is he worth that kind of money? Luke, think, tell, Luke, what tell do you me think? What, uh, is Grealish that good? I like Grealish. I don't I don't think he's worth a hundred million, but I think what you have now is you have you have the I mean Aston Villa have a lot of money, right? They don't need to sell. So they're quite happy to say, cool, you want him, you pay hundred million. And if they take it, that's great. If they don't, they keep their star player. Um, I think Grealish is a 60, 70 million pound player in today's market. But, but if you're selling player. to an, if you're selling to another Premier League club and he's an English player, you've got to bump that up. So I think there's a lot of factors as to why he cost hundred million, but we'll see if he I mean, we'll see if he lives up to it. He's got a lot of pressure too. I mean, I'm hearing that people are acting like he's the next like David Beckham over there. Is that how hyped up he is? I don't know. It's a weird one. I mean, Grealish, I think is a little bit different. He's one of these weird players where because he was at Aston Villa, everyone likes him. It's not like yeah. like Mason Greenwood. I hold um, his uh, Grealish right now. Grealish, I think he's 25. 25, yeah, 26. But by this point, Beckham had done a whole lot of more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but by Beckham, this point, Beckham, Beckham has already a, by 25, Beckham was already a legend. But also look at the players Beckham had around him. Grealish was playing in a team where he was yeah. leaps and bounds above the players. Yeah, around that's him. that's also true. Yes. You're right. Um, yeah. So I think Grealish is a really weird player because he was at Aston Villa where yeah, everyone liked him really. You didn't really you'd have a few people saying, Oh, I think he's overrated but you didn't really have anyone that massively disliked him is he a um, villain now i i don't think i mean as a united fan i still like Grealish. and what I about villa to do well. i think villa fans completely understand that he was not bigger than the club i think that's the wrong way to put it but i think he was in a situation where he could go on to achieve more and he's achieved everything he could at villa he's captain the club he's he's shown his loyalty to the club and i think fans understood that he had to go on so, something let me give you an example when raheem sterling pushed his way out to go to city when he left liverpool ever since then now it's been years still every time he comes to anfield if he touches the ball he gets booed that's not going to happen to him i don't think so I, okay. I i'd be really surprised i i think it's i think it's a little bit different with the fact that i think liverpool maybe the fans mentality was they could go on and build something which they obviously have like years later but maybe yeah. they thought that was going to come closer and that sterling was kind of just looking for basically well, glory I, hunting i also think sterling wasn't a liverpool long enough to become beloved he moved yeah. on rather quickly so the fans didn't have any kind of attachment to him and they're no still booing him, him still think, booing him right. i think you have the same thing because he never team. really connected to the players but yeah to the, you know to the liverpool fans but Grealish had a good relationship with the aston villa yeah. fans so they're not they're not likely to boo him because they, they like them yeah he, he i mean really Grealish, he was an academy player for them wasn't he? he i think he was there for since he was like early teens if not younger. yeah and um, I, I don't quite remember it, but when Sterling left, didn't he kind of slam the door too? He didn't just leave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah he, he, so, he so you bring on... He made a fuss. Yeah, he made a fuss. When you do that, you bring on an animosity, and um, Grealish didn't do that. He didn't slam any door to, on his uh, way out. So he was I, I think Aston Villa fans will appreciate him. They, they probably even applaud him when he comes back. I agree. 
I think that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. I think Um, it's just understanding, right? I think Aston Villa fans, like I said, they just know that he had aspirations to go on and win something. And likelihood is Villa are not going to go on and win a Champions League or a Premier League unless something really crazy happens. So I think they understand that. Okay. Um, All right. That's so anyway, that, that was a great tangent. But yeah, my pick is Erling Holland. Who wants to go next? That's a, that's a great pick, and it's probably the best pick because, you know, I think he's got to be the odds-on favorite to win. Uh-huh. The guy's a scoring machine. Yeah. Um, I can go next. I'm yeah, going to go, go with, with kind of maybe his rival for the next 10 years, and I'm going to say Mbappe. I think anyone in the PSG top three or front three could do it, but I think for the odds, uh, sorry, for the argument of of the conversation. I think Mbappe and Haaland are going to be the question of who's the best player for the next 10 years. So yeah, I'm going to say Mbappe. Okay. Before you, it would be nice. Those two of them could be the new Ronaldo versus Messi, you know, Mbappe versus uh, Haaland. It's possible. All right. Before you go, I should have read this before we started this. I have the odds here for the top goal scorer in the tournament. Number one, they have Messi. Number two is Haaland. Three Lewandowski. Four Romelu, uh, Rome, how do you say his first name? Romelu, 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 Romelu Lukaku. Romelu Lukaku. Number five is Ronaldo. Six is Mbappe. Seven is Kareem Benzema. Which you know, if Real Madrid goes far, he's going to score a lot of goals. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, wait, where am I at? Two, four, six. Yeah, seven is Benzema. Eight is Salah. Nine is Neymar and 10 is Sadio Mane. So just for argument's sake, there's your top 10 in terms of Vegas. Okay. So my my favorite was Holland, but you've taken him. So I'm going to go with the good old and tried. There's an old Italian saying that says the old chicken makes good soup. So I'm going to pick Lewandowski. The guy is a scoring machine. He... Um, he scored a lot of goals last year and he won the golden boot. It was only a year ago and I'm not sure how, how happy he is this year. And by the way, last year he definitely deserved to win the golden ball. It was an absolute crime. That's that bullshit. To win. That's such it was an absolute crime that they decided not to give it. Why not? They played the yeah. full season. They all played the, the full all season. All the leagues played. Why was the need to not give out the golden ball? Because France football couldn't give it to uh, one of their favorite. I, yeah, I, I thought it was that, absolutely rubbish that the, that they didn't assign it. It's in the face. It. Yeah, he yeah. was and he so, was far and away the best player that year. They won the Champions League, they won the German League, they won the German Cup, and he had yeah. close to fifty goals. Like he killed it. Yeah. That's, so That's so not he, fair. That's so not fair. He did totally everything agree. possible to earn it. There was no reason. It was a crime not to give it to him. So yeah. anyway, as a consolation, I'll I will pick him as the leading scorer this year. Okay, and yeah, Byron could go very far. And oh uh, yeah, they're solid. That's a, that's a great team. Yeah, I mean the on, the only way I win this one, I mean I know uh, Vegas has Holland ranked number two, but Borussia Dortmund's going to have to at least get to the final eight because he's going to, you know, I think he'll light up the group stage because yeah. it's pretty it's a pretty easy group. But I'm surprised they have Messi ranked number one for the most goals. I guess because they think PSG is going to going to win it all. Um, yeah. Well, they do. They do. So, okay, now we're going to pick who wins before we end this episode. And uh, here you, you know go, guys. Odds? Yeah, here are the top 10 favorite odds. Uh, do you want to know the actual odds or just tell me them in order? Nah, just put them in order. Yeah. Okay. 
Number one, PSG, no surprise. Uh, and it's actually by quite a large margin. Number two, Man City. Three, Chelsea. Four, Bayern Munich. Five, Liverpool. Six, Real Madrid. Seven, Man United. Eight, Barcelona. Nine, Juventus. And 10, Atletico Madrid. So they are your top 10 favorites to win the UCL. Very interesting. I'll go, I'll go last this time. What were you saying? Very interesting that Barcelona's got better odds than uh, Atletico. And Juventus. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Well, I think there's a, there's a couple of factors in play. There's a lot of hype because of all the superstars. You know, they, they have, it's not just the three big names. If you look at the lineup, they have two incredible goalies. Who else has two goalies like that? I mean, they have two all-stars at, at goal. And then you look at the rest of the lineup, every player is a star. It's, it, it's a bona fide star. So they have like 12 superstars in the first 12 players. So there's a lot of hype. And the odds, they, they set the odds to make sure that to try to even it. So the public wants, wants Barcelona to win because of the hype. And that's how they set the odds. So I, I can understand why they're the favorite. However, for my money, they're not going to win it. They're, they're not, they won't even come close. Yeah, I agree. I, I think right. they're lucky if they'll make it to the final four. All right. I'll go last to pick the winner. Um, who went, who went last? You, you went last Adam. So you, you kick things off with uh, who you think is going to win. Well, sure. I already kind of like started going, I'm going to surprise you a little bit. I don't like to pick Juventus because uh, obviously I'm going to root for them and I want them to win it, but I don't think they're quite good enough this year. Plus, you know, there's, you know, a little superstition involved. So I'm going to stay away from Juventus and I'm going to stay away from the obvious ones. And I'll pick as a surprise Atletico Madrid. I think they're Ooh. solid. They have an incredible uh, coach. Their coach, Simeone, if you could believe that, is a little bit underrated. I know everybody, I know a lot of people think he's a good coach, but I think it's better than that. I think he's a great, great coach. I think he gets underrated. When you talk about all the great ones, the, the usual name come up, you know, Mourinho and uh, and uh, Guardiola, you know, Simeone is up there with them. He's, he's, he's an incredible coach. I know if he gets accused of being a little too defensive and part the bus and all that, but he does what's necessary. He looks at the talent he has. He doesn't require his team to go out and spend millions of dollars like Guardiola does so he can mm-hmm. have a good team. He makes do with what the team provides him. He lets his team pick the players and then he coaches them and he comes up with what he needs to do to get the win done. And I love him as a coach, even though he used to play for Lazio and Inter and I do not like Inter and I don't like players that played for Inter, but you know, you got to give him his due. The guy's a great coach, a little bit underrated. And I think Atletico Madrid is solid. They're very good at every position. Their defense is very good. Their offense is good enough to, to take him to the final and win it. They've been there a couple of times before, and they were nudged off. You know, Real Madrid beat them with the penalty kicks one time, another time with a goal that was scored in like the last three seconds of the game. So I think they're due uh, to push through. And they're very quiet. They're not a fancy team. They don't get all the publicity that uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid gets. But I think that they are solid and uh, and they will win it. 
That was a fantastic breakdown. And that's why we need you on more for these Champions League segments. Uh, he, 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 doesn't he know his shit, Luke? It's, it's like a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I love talking soccer. I agree soccer as well. I think, and Simeone's also extremely consistent. Like, no matter yeah. what's going on, what the changes are, yeah. he's always up there. And that's it's super hard to keep up. Like you were saying, with, with Madrid and Barcelona, they spend, spend, spend. It's hard to keep up with them. Look, sometimes watching their games is like going to the dentist, but he gets the job done. They get yeah. the job done. They get there. Yeah. And I think this is the year for them to push through. He's got to be one of the best coaches right now, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. Pep is such a checkbook manager that I can't even give him credit. Let me let me see him on a team where he can't spend hundreds of millions of dollars every year and see how good he does then. Because he was mm-hmm. with Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Manchester City, who all let him spend as much as he wants. Let's see him do it with a team that has a budget. I don't think he. I don't think he can. I, don't I really think he don't. Take the job. I, and he and he choked in the, in the UCL final. He choked big time. That was such a poorly coached game by him and the lineup they had out it was weird man he choked big time but uh and, yeah. and if i may i do like i do like chelsea a lot but it's almost impossible to repeat there hasn't been yeah. a repeat winner in a long time so you almost have to lim- eliminate them just because of that and if you look at the other british team you got liverpool and menu liverpool and menu and man city they are going to be in a dogfight on who's going to win a, in the league and i think that mm-hmm. the league fight it's going to take a little bit away mm-hmm. for from them for the Champions League competition because because the yeah it's gonna be such a dog fight in the in EPL that they're gonna suffer a little bit in um uh, in the championship. Last- and um I also Luke may not like this but I have my doubts about the coaching menu. I like menu they uh, I love Pogba you got one of my all time favorite players with Pogba and Fernandez has been amazing. Yeah but I don't know yeah. that they have quite enough, and I question the leadership because I don't think that coach mm-hmm. is quite good enough, not this to win is, at all anyway. This is what we were saying on 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 last week. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I I don't know if it's. I want to back Holly. I I really do. I just don't know if he's got the experience, and I don't know if he's got the leadership to just get them to that winning stage with things. Yeah, I think if you bring in. I mean, I know in the past we've had Van Gaal, we've had Mourinho. Um, you could argue then, you know, other than winning Europa League, we haven't really won anything. But I think if we get a manager now who's got that experience in winning, I think it's a different story. But I don't know with Oli yeah. if that's if that's possible. Um, and going back to what you were saying about Chelsea, um, you look at who are, I think Madrid are the only people in recent times who have repeated, um, who have repeated, won the the champions league back to back and i i don't think chelsea's team's near the level well, that, that. i mean they did it three years yeah. in a row but he has been a while now and, and yeah. that was prime ronaldo and they were stacked everywhere too that was so. that was a galactic team that was unbelievable it, it was yeah. incredible and i, I don't they were think so chelsea good are there. i don't think chelsea are at that point I who, mean, who should, wins who i'm sorry who wins between that team and this year's psg you think that real madrid still team still wins I, I yeah still, me too I, they were yeah. so good because yeah, they didn't have just, any weaknesses. They Real, Madrid, Real Madrid was was yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah, they had the but stars, they, had but they all knew how to play together. But uh, before we get your pick, Luke, what you just said, Adam, of how the dogfight of the top four for the EPL, uh, we we've been trashing Arsenal the first couple of weeks, and we were looking for a bright spot possibly for Arsenal right. fans. And I think it was Adam or Luke. One of you guys said it. They're not in any cups this year. So the fact that 
they'll just focus on league play, even though they've had a bad start to the season, they could start winning some games towards the back end of the year to make I'll, top six, to make top I'll six. Give, I'll give a little hope to the Arsenal fan. This is the deal. You get rid of Arteta and you bring in Conte and Conte is an unbelievable coach for regular season. If they were to bring Conte very soon, they could win EPL because he's, 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 a, he's a maniac. And uh, for the regular season, he has enough. The talent at Arsenal is good enough that he could win EPL with that team. Yeah. And, and that's the only hope I can give to Arsenal fans. I don't, I don't think... I, I don't... I couldn't, couldn't imagine Conte touching United, uh, sorry, United, uh, Arsenal with, with the owners. I think he yeah. wouldn't want to go anywhere near it. I think he understands that the trouble with Arsenal is bigger than... It's, it's not just a player problem. Like you said, they have so much talent, but it's with the owners. And I, I think Conte going in would have so many issues with that off the bat. Yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right. And Conte is a, is a strange character and he would have problems with the ownership. Yeah. But I wanted to just give a little hope to the Arsenal fan. And that's the only scenario that I see where, where there's some hope. You know, yeah, other because... than Conte, I, I can't see anybody else going in there and doing a good job to elevate them to the point that they could win the championship or even compete. We counted they could. Anybody else? I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all we we want to, you know, not not like push away a fan base. Maybe Man City. I don't care if they don't like us. But uh, but like like Arsenal, we just feel bad because we were kind of trashing them. But they're just playing really bad right now. But yeah, I mean, I think they're gonna get smoked by Man City this weekend. And if they lose to Norwich, I could see Arteta getting fired right then and there after week four. So uh, we'll see. All right, Luke, who you got winning? It's gonna be it's gonna be the boring option, but yes, I yeah. think if, if there's ever gonna be a year, if there's ever a time, it's this year, and I do think PSG are gonna win unless there's some major major upset. Yeah. Um, well, in our, I just look at those three up top, and I just think to myself, I can't, I can't see them not scoring an obscene amount of goals, and their defense yeah. is so strong too, and their goaltending. Yeah, I mean they're stacked everywhere. That's why I asked the question if they could beat that Real Madrid team. But yeah. um, they're stacked. I mean, on paper, they're stacked. But Messi hasn't played yet with them. He's, like I said, he's favored to have the most goals in the competition. On paper, they should win. And in our first ever episode, Luke, that's what we said. Can anyone beat them? We kind of were like, no. But uh, for, for argument's sake, this time we're all picking somebody else. So call me a homer. Virgil van Dyke is, he- is healthy. We have Kanate. We finally have a good backup in case he does get hurt. Fabinho is healthy. He just signed a long-term deal. We have uh, Jota playing his ass off. Firmino's coming off the bench and doing really well. Mane looks uh, like he's a lot in a lot better shape than he was last year. And Salah keeps scoring. So I'm going to pick Liverpool to take home the Champions League this year because I don't know if we're going to win the Premier League. Because, like you said, Adam, the Premier League is going to be such a fight between those four teams, between Man City, Man U, Chelsea, and Liverpool. It's going to be so close. So close. Yeah, but both of you guys have legitimate uh, contenders. I mean, PSG and uh, and Liverpool are are two very good choices. It's very, very possible that that they will do it. I just went with the dark horse because sometimes the the Champions League surprises you and the obvious winner doesn't happen, you know. Like oh. if you look at the if you look at the paper right now, PSG should win it. Yeah, but there were many teams in the past that they should have won it, and they didn't. So I didn't want to go with the obvious one. And um, it, it PSG is legit. 
Liverpool is legit. I just went with dark horse. Listen, oh, if, if if we did this podcast last year, none of us would have picked Chelsea. This was no, none of us. No, there was, uh, there was no way. That, yeah. Nobody even saw Chelsea coming. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it was a surprise. To show. It was a surprise yeah. that they made it to the final four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No yeah. one would have picked them. I mean, and, I'm sure know, every game they expected it to be knocked out. You know, next game yeah. they'll be out. Next game they'll be out. And they kept kept on going. And to share, look, look how look how funny soccer is. It takes PSG farther than anybody else. Mm-hmm. They make it to the final. They lose one nut is quicker to Bayern Munich, which was loaded. So the good. Bayern Munich team that year was clearly the best team. They were they were above everybody else, wasn't even close. And yet yeah. they give them a good game and they only lose one nothing and they turn around and fire the coach. And what happens? He goes to Chelsea and they win the Champions League. And PSG yeah. is where? Back so, to buying figurines. Do you remember uh, the, the year Liverpool won the Champions League? Uh, we were at that bar watching Bayern versus Liverpool. It, uh, the first game was nil-nil, and the second game was in Germany. And then remember Sadio Mane had that crazy turnaround goal, and then he chipped right. Manuel Neuer. Mm-hmm. That was their last loss in the Champions League up until this year. Like when they won the Champions League. Yep. They, yeah, they, 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 they lost to Liverpool and then didn't lose a single Champions League match and then won the final. And then they fought and then the PSG fires the guy. That was an unbelievable team. They uh, were a great this, team. How about this, this other little note? In the year that they did not assign the golden ball because, you know, for whatever reason, France decided not to do it. Man. They won every game. They didn't tie. They didn't lose. Bayern Munich won every single game they played in the Champions League. That yeah, year. that's what I mean. Their last so you loss tell me was the why, one against Liverpool. You tell yeah. me why Lewandowski didn't get the golden ball. It's bullshit. They played all the games, and they mm-hmm. won all the games. And he was the best player on the best team. Why not give him the ball? Who knows? Yep. Yeah, two Champions Leagues ago, they got knocked out by Liverpool, and then the next year they won every single game. Lewandowski was robbed. I mean, don't you think so, Luke? I mean, what? Why didn't they give him the ball in New York? They just, they should have did it. I have no idea. And now he might never win it. He might never win it now. This is the thing. I don't, I don't know if it's, if that was the best chance he's ever going to have. I don't know why he didn't win it. I have not spoken to a single person that can argue that he shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, It's bizarre, right? It it makes no sense. It's, I feel really bad for him. But I mean, he had a, an incredible year. They had an incredible year. That team, that no one was beating that team that year. I oh, mean, no. they were clicking on all cylinders. And I so, think the uh, shame is yeah. that this year they're probably going to give it to Messi because he finally won the South American Championship with Argentina, Argentina and he didn't yeah. do anything. I watched all the games. I watched all the games Argentina played in the tournament. He did not look good. Especially in the final, he didn't do anything. He was probably the worst player on the field on on the pitch that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't do anything, but they won it. And based on that, they're probably going to give him another golden ball. I'm I'm really curious how he's going to be with uh, PSG. But uh, gentlemen, this was fun. Let's see who's right. So uh, to cap off the leading score, Luke picked Mbappe, and I believe he was fourth in the Vegas rankings. Uh, Adam picked Lewandowski. He was third. I picked Holland. He was second. 
in the Vegas rankings. And for winners, Adam picked Atletico Madrid with a fantastic breakdown on why he thinks so. Luke picked PSG for all the reasons that are obvious. I mean, they should win. They should win. We'll just see how yeah, they play. No, the they should win him. And I pick Liverpool because I think Virgil wants another uh, taste of the glory and everybody's healthy. So we'll see what happens. But hey, guys, this was our first Champions League uh, conversation. Again, we're going to be doing these all year round. Yeah, email scenevaders at gmail.com if you want Adam to come on more. He has a wealth of knowledge. And uh, I would love, I, I'd love for all of us and Adam to come on and talk about Champions League uh, next time. So, uh, yeah, that's uh that's it. Oh yeah, the other guy's his name's Adam. So there'd be two Adams. Two Adams, Luke and Dan. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Take it easy. Uh, bye bye. Forza you. Bye. <laughs>